0: Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. I'm Ken Chester, and let's get started. To add your voice to the conversation, be it to ask a question, share an opinion, or even suggest a topic for future discussion... Call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline. That number is 872 222 9793. Or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show. And that's talk at techmobility.show. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, it has never given me as much pleasure to see the demise of a vehicle as I'm about to talk about this one. And I will explain why. First, the headline. The Jeep Renegade is dead after 2023. And I say, good riddance. And let me explain why. I consider the Renegade to be poorly conceived from the start. Made in Italy, I just didn't, there was nothing about it I liked. Nothing about that vehicle I liked at all. I thought the space was poorly designed. I thought the interior was overly cramped. I thought the price was not reasonable. It just didn't do anything, and it wasn't made anywhere near Jeep facilities. But yet, they're going to slap a Jeep badge on it and call it a Jeep. Ah, uh, yeah, I got problems. Now, the average per the a number of my compatriots in the automotive journalist space. Got a chance to drive, I guess, the uh, trail rated Trailhawk version of this, and they said it works. Now, in fairness and full disclosure, I did not. But the few times I did drive the Renegade, I just couldn't get with the program. I thought it was overly cramped. I thought just nothing seemed to gel or work well for me. And apparently the market agreed because after the first year where it did 100,000 units in sales, it never saw anything near that again. And last year, they only sold, let me get the number for you, in 2022, 27,549 units. That was last year. And this year, sales are down 35% from that number. I understand why. Jeep would probably want or need an entry-level model. It's how you accumulate people to the brand. You have an affordable model. You introduce your brand at that level and trust that over time, As they grow to appreciate the capability of your product, that they will step into more and more expensive vehicles in your line and stay put. That used to be the case many years ago. In fact, General Motors built their whole product line case on that principle, pioneered by a GM president, uh, Alfred Sloan, back in the 1920s and it's how you you know stair-stepped from Pontiac and got I'm sorry from Chevrolet got all the way to Cadillac over the person's life as people's families financial situation and needs changed that principle not quite as grand as GM has been going on in every single automaker it's why you have Toyotas and Lexus why you have Honda and Acura why you have Nissan and Infinity same difference because People, they want to keep you in the product and step you up as your needs change and as you um, gain in business, get experience, grow in income, more disposable income, give you a chance to get something a little more fancy. That's the goal. That's the plan. The renegade failed its duty miserably. Ironically enough, though, in other markets, according to the piece, the renegade continues to do well enough to justify its existence. And Jeep says that they will continue to sell it in Mexico, uh, Europe, Asian Pacific, and South American markets. And I quote Jeep. They said where the Jeep renegade is core to our business. Bless their heart. In the United States, Jeep is not or has not announced a successor in that space. Rather, they're going to default and kick you up. A trim level, or kick you up a size to the Jeep Compass. I recently reviewed a Jeep Compass. There's a lot to recommend, but it's a whole different set of questions I got there that I'm not taking the time right now to have that conversation again. But if you want to find out what's on my mind relative to that, you can go back to one of our podcasts where I reviewed the Jeep Compass and kind of understand where I'm coming from relative to the brand itself. Something that you may not know about the outgoing Jeep Renegade. While it was introduced in 2014, it's based on the same architecture that pins the Fiat 500X, Fiat 500L. That kind of almost just explains it totally to me. See, when you spend as much money as Jeep has spent building their brand, building the fact that if you drive a Jeep, you're getting a rugged piece of machinery you can take anywhere and do anything. <laughs> the Renegade is definitely not that. So the question is, what are you getting? What did you get when you bought it? Unless you bought the trailhawk to get and you're paying extra for uh the capabilities the Jeep infers when only in a Jeep, they tell you. But yet now, the way that uh, Stellantis has things rolling, you have to ease into a trailhawk to get those features that you find, quote, only in a Jeep. And that's kind of the crux of my next problem. But the Fiat X and the Fiat L, and I bet you don't remember, and in case you don't remember, uh, the Fiat X was the automaker's attempt at getting, turning a Fiat 500 into sort of a crossover. And that didn't work that well. And then the Fiat L was an extended uh, chassis version uh, to get a little more room. It was a four-door. And that didn't do so well because the styling just did not work. What might have been cute for a small two-door with a soft top didn't work for a four-door and certainly wasn't working for their attempt at a crossover. And this last hurrah here, where people expect a lot when you put the Jeep badge on the thing, And again, the renegade came up short. And i got to be honest with you, I am not mourning the loss of this little thing. I'm really not, really not. Just not. So we'll see. And that's a case of people voting with their money. You want to know, Detroit will try many things. Some work, some don't. Guess what? This one didn't. Let me change gears, so to speak. Fisker. Fisker earlier this year unveiled their latest creation. Now, we talked about Fisker earlier. We know that their um, that their ocean is in production right now and people are receiving deliveries. In fact, I got a friend of mine and I'm waiting to hear uh, is expecting their delivery of theirs any day now in here in good old Iowa. So that should be interesting. Like everybody right now, Fisker unveiled an Alaska pickup. U.S.-made sustainable innovation goes to the report. They have unveiled these details. They call it the Fisker Alaska Supersport Pickup Truck. And they're going to make it here in the United States. According to the company, the Fisker Alaska promises to redefine the pickup truck market by merging the attributes of a mid-sized truck with those of a full-size vehicle. According to the company CEO, Alaska breaks with convention, emphasizing the vehicle's unparalleled versatility and potential market disruption. Here, this really, honestly, is the beautiful thing that I keep sharing with you over and over about EVs that hasn't sunk in yet. Because all of the components, the running gear, what makes it run, for most part, is underneath you. The batteries, the engines, they're low. It frees up designers to reimagine a whole slew of different products not being bound by the confines of an internal combustion engine and all the running gear that goes with it. They don't have that problem. So what you're seeing, what you're seeing the start of, is a lot of amazing products that will be coming to market that are reimagining everything. Because honestly, from the uh, frame up, is all there is to imagine. There's nothing really stopping them anymore. So they touted it as the globe's most sustainable pickup, and they're expecting to start delivering these in 2025. It has an expandable bed. They can go from 4.5 to 9.2 feet, which is pretty cool. Two battery variants, 75 kilowatt hour, 130, 113 kilowatt hour, offering a range of up to 340 miles. That's pretty cool. And we'll see because this is one of many coming to market. And if you're looking for a pickup with capabilities, these next few years are going to be awesome. You are listening to the Tech Mobility Show. Social media is the main place to be these days, and we are no exception. I'm Ken Chester of The Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Facebook videos. From my latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary of a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Facebook. You can find us by typing The Tech Mobility Show in the search bar. Be sure to subscribe to our Facebook page. Social media is the place to be these days, and we're no exception. I'm Ken Chester of the Tech Mobility Show. If you enjoy my program, then you will also enjoy my weekly Instagram videos. From the latest vehicle reviews to timely commentary on a variety of mobility and technology-related topics, these short features are designed to inform and delight you. Be sure to watch, like, and follow us on Instagram. You can find us by typing the Tech Mobility Show in the search bar. For those of you that listen to podcasts, we have just the one for you. Hi, I'm Ken Chester. Tech Mobility Topics is a podcast where I upload topic-specific videos each week. Shorter than the full show, these bite-sized programs are just the thing, particularly if you're interested in a particular topic covered on the weekly radio show. From Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many podcast platforms in between, we got you covered. Just enter Tech Mobility Topics in the search bar wherever you listen to podcasts.